You're listening to the Blissful Hiker Podcast. I'm Allison Young, the Blissful Hiker, sometime professional flutist, sometime voice artist, and full-time pedestrian. My goal in sharing stories of walking long-distance trails as a solo, female, middle-aged, titanium-reinforced hiker is to empower you to learn to hike your own hike, too. If you enjoy these podcasts, please consider supporting them through Patreon. There's a link in the show notes or at blissfulhiker.com. This week, after wading out a full day of sloppy snow, I head up the Highline Trail and meet the first of the deep, sticky mud. It's always hard to hop back on trail after a zero. That's when you take a full day off to rest and relax. I'm on the Arizona Trail, and I mostly stayed still, reading, writing, eating, and watching movies. My body just needed to be supine. Big clouds fill the sky, and there's a touch of drizzle when I cross the street to put my thumb out. A truck stops for me, and the passenger is laughing when he opens the door. What's so funny? Oh, he's a thru-hiker, as are two others in the back seat. Holly of the nose-piercing, Flash, and a third one who I can't remember his name. It's Shannon that's driving us, a trail angel who opens her home. She drops me at the early bird cafe filled with locals. I have the special, a huge plate of French toast, eggs, and bacon. When I ask for the check, the waitress tells me someone picked it up. A guy who looks like he's preparing for a day of manual labor tells me to be safe out there. I'm deeply touched. The fun continues with my second hitch, an older woman expertly driving a stick. She yells, get in, get in, and takes off before I have the door closed. She's racing to Payson to take care of an even older woman. She turns up her hearing aid to hear where I need to go and simply stops in the middle of the highway for me to get out. I've had some bizarre pickups, but this one's way up there on the list. I look both ways, but the road is pretty quiet after she zooms away. I then walk up a dirt road and find the trailhead, which winds gently uphill through forest. The air is cold, and I'm nervous that I won't be warm enough. But as soon as the sun peeks out from behind a cloud, I'm hot. The terrain has totally changed to ponderosa pine forest along with manzanita and some oaks. The rain really came down yesterday, briefly as snow, but mostly wet and heavy. Everything sparkles in the sunlight, droplets still clinging to leaves. But even the air is sparkling, clear and fresh. I march along, seeing a head that I'll need to climb up and suddenly, I hit mud. This is not the splash-through kind. In fact, it's not all that deep. Instead, it's a kind of sticky clay gumbo. I slit a bit, but it's not falling that's the problem. It's the fact that this kind of mud adheres to shoes, making them as heavy as lead. I use my sticks for balance, and they too fill up with heavy bits of this red substance. I bang them every so often to release a ball of mud. I'm heavy and panting uphill with this weight. It makes no sense to try to scrape it off because more just sticks right back on. I'm not sure I can manage this for an entire day. I see Flash and Holly's footsteps often sliding about and realize that ever so slightly the mud is drying as I don't slip quite as dramatically an hour behind. Nonetheless, 
My Frankenstein feet rejoice when I hit pine needles and can walk normally, at least until the next patch of mud. I'm ascending and contouring the mountain, looking back to pine and strawberry tucked in their valley. And looking back at Matitzel Peak, I see now that it's dusted with snow. The forest covers the hills in waves as clouds make giant shadows floating over. It's an absolutely perfect day. I move up and down, sometimes steeply, as I work around the mountain and I lose sight of the town. Mountains in jumbled layers of blue line up into the distance. I reach Red Rock Spring directed to a trough and fill up. A woodpecker pounds, then laughs. A hummingbird buzzes overhead, making several passes to see who I am and what I'm up to. Mountain jays cackle, and a chickadee flutters a high-pitched tune. I leave my views to walk deeper in the forest and cross a dirt road. I hear saws at work, and know where I'm walking must be next on their list as several gigantic trees have fallen across the path. Weber Creek is roiling after all that rain, but I'm full on water now, so I head on. I come to a magnificent wall in brick red and taupe, crumbling into shapes like ramparts. I begin to walk on large slabs of red sandstone that shimmers in the sun as if studded with diamonds. I follow this wall around, up and down towards washes. My entrance to the Mogollon Rim is still far ahead, up a steep canyon. But for now, I follow it, catching views of the intricate wall of towers and buttresses. At Bray Creek, a pipe channels the water, and it's easy to fill up. I sit here in the sun for lunch. Somehow I'm complacent and assume that my trail is in the woods now, and it will be easier walking. Never assume. I'm sent deep into a trench of Klingon clay and come out with high heel sneakers. It's so awful I begin to miss rocks in a kind of sick joke and then I get both rocks and mud for a while. Still, the views are magnificent, of enormous cumulus clouds sailing over a sea of pine, a colorful wall, then mountain range after mountain range surrounding. I see the canyon I'll climb tomorrow, and the trail takes me to it on a forest roller coaster, up and over, then deeply down to a creek bed. The trail is built with switchbacks, not so much for our ease, but to avoid erosion. In several turns, giant rocks have been expertly placed like tiles to funnel the water, much like I saw in Scotland. I pass a sign that informs me this section is maintained by the Shadow Rim Ranch Girl Scouts. Way to go, girls! Entire sections have been cleared of brush and blowdowns, also the overgrowth. I'm very grateful. A waterfall is burbling loudly at Chase Creek, which is closed to fishing for some reason. I take my last few ups and downs passing under electric wires that follow a road to cabins. I can hear East Verde before I see it, the same river that I collected from far downstream in the Matted Cells. There's a horse corral and some flat spots, but I move upstream a bit for a spot closer to the water. It's getting dark now, so I get water, set the alley coop, and have dinner of noodles and olives, a perfect combo of carbs, fat, and salt. Then I cuddle in and relish this magnificent day with the river singing me to sleep. So far, I'm toasty warm. You can subscribe to Blissful Hiker wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can help the show get discovered on Apple by leaving a review. Also, Blissful Hikers on Patreon. You can support the show financially as a patron. Find a link to Patreon in the show notes or at blissfulhiker.com. That's also where you can find other episodes, the blog, see pictures, and contact me, blissfulhiker.com. Next week, the rocks are gone and replaced with snow and even worse mud on the Mogollon Rim. Until then, my friends, kia kaha and happy trails. <laughs>